this. He's the Saber Advisors Audio Experience. All right, so, well, first and foremost, I think we should, we should really kick this off uh, talking about how social relationships are real relationships because when we picked you up at the airport last week you know it, it i think it's it's pretty cool that you know when we kind of literally met for the first time in person hugged in the like traffic of JFK and almost got killed um, <laughs> uh, you know and and jumped in a car for for literally uh, an entire day touring New York City and, and you know, doing doing other things. It was as if you and I spend every day together in person. Or uh, is that just me or did you feel that way as well? No, yeah, it really was. It was like we, it was like there was never, there was never a beat skipped. And I absolutely love that because, you know, it was like we already knew each other and Brittany had even asked me, she was like, is it weird that, you know, you're meeting everyone for the first time. And I, mm-hmm. I was, no, it's not. It was like, we've known each other already. And yeah, you're right. Social relationships are real relationships. And, and that's the beauty of it. I freaking love it. I mean, it, it, it's, it's so powerful. You know, the, 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 I don't think people really truly understand the power of, of what we're doing and how important it is in really all business, right? In this, in this space. I mean, Kyle, you and I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't know each other, wouldn't be working together and wouldn't be friends, uh, if we won't, you know, weren't both heavy on social. I mean, that's, that's really the reason that we were kind of paired together by the legend Beth Azor. Um, you know, it's like, it, it's it's just crazy to me, and and again, same with you, right? Like when oh. you and I first met, it, it just it was so natural. It never felt like we um, we hadn't met in person yet. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's it was you know that from that relationship on. I mean, from then on, basically, as I was looking at this yesterday, I think every every relationship business wise for me is now starting out online. Like, so it's, it's either coming as a DM, it's coming as, you know, uh, a connection from somebody else who's on social, uh, to somebody who just texted me before this started saying, Hey, I reached out to you about a year ago on Instagram. We're ready to do something now. It's just the way things are. And it's just leads, you know, I think it's just a, it's put in front of like the cold intro now, right? It's like that warm intro that we've spoke about, but, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, that was, that was it. I mean, I went from seeing your content and best content and everybody else's to, to meeting in person and just, you know, that's, it's totally normal. So it's exactly the way business is done these days. So I know that there was this, um, idea or opinion on how social media was hindering social skills. Um, I, I want to get y'all's opinion on that because do you think it, it does hinder people's social skills or do you think it enhances it or it, acts as another part of our so sociality, I guess, is, is I, even a word. I'm making it up, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll chime in quick. I mean, I think I'm a far better communicator as a result of, you know, being on video so frequently. Um, I think that I'm more empathetic. I'm more self-aware. I hold myself accountable to a completely different level. I've literally changed my life drastically, mentally, physically, um, you know, everything uh, since I started this journey for myself. Um, And along the way, you know, the the coolest part has been really having an impact on other people, um, a positive impact and helping them embrace how to change uh, for the better, right? And not just in business, in life. And, you know, a day doesn't go by at this point that somebody doesn't say something really powerful and, and, and meaningful to me uh, that they've taken uh, away from at least, you know, one piece of content, one conversation, one uh, quote, you know, on my Instagram, whatever it is. And I'm super proud of that. You know, I, I, I really because I've. I've been in dark places. I, I, you know, started in this business. 
with without a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, you know, in a very dark time after just losing my mother to cancer. And, you know, it, it's been a journey and it's not a journey about, you know, just being in the commercial real estate industry, which is a difficult business. It's a journey about, you know, just not knowing where I fit in and then joining a an industry that, you know, looks the same, acts the same, wears the same damn fucking suit, you know, like so on and so forth. And I just I, I, I saw it as a, an opportunity for myself to establish a, a good career and one day, you know, be able to provide for my family. But I felt like I never fit in. And and, you know, I just every day kind of woke up hoping that one day I could I could, you know, have an impact on the industry and show people that not everybody has to look a certain way, act a certain way. Um, and I think we're doing that. But, you know, I, I definitely uh, just went off on a tangent, but I mm -hmm. can't help myself because it's fucking what I'm passionate about and it's why I'm here. But, you know, uh, two million percent, I've grown so much and my skills uh, socially and, and really uh, everything else have flourished as a result of using social media, using Zoom, using FaceTime. Like it, it's, it, I'm operating at a completely different. I mean, for me, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a no brainer. I don't even have to, I don't even really, I, yeah, what Jay said, it's, it's been a, it's a, it's, it's, it's at scale. It's, it's the way things go. And I got to tell you, I look for technology, uh, how we're going to do things in the future. By the way, my daughter does things. She's 14 and they're on FaceTime all the time. They're connecting with friends. How did you meet? We met on Snapchat. We met on, on uh, uh, TikTok. We met on whatever. That's the way they're creating relationships. So that's not going to change. It's going to be up to us, you know, the older folks here in the industry or, or the people established in the industry to adapt to what's coming. Some things will remain the same. Some things will change. And, you know, that's, I think that's what's going to define everybody's career as we move forward. And I think that's what's going to, you know, uh, how, how companies, uh, brokerages uh, take on that technology is what's going to attract um, this, this younger, you know, this, not, this younger um, re recruit, recruitment, recruiters, whatever, <laughs> uh, new hires to the industry. So um, new talent, that's new talent. You love that word. I think it's a great word. <laughs> New talent to the industry. So um, I think that's what we're going to talk about. I mean, what, what, what do you guys what do you guys think? What are you guys seeing out there? It's an article that Allison posted is right on point. Has a lot of great points in there. If you guys haven't read it, it is, it is a great article. Uh, but it's a lot to dive into there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good segue into what we are talking about and what we've been kind of talking about with you know, multiple other professionals, multiple people on, you know, bringing in new talent into the commercial real estate industry and making it more on the attractive side and even making it known with these younger professionals that it is an option. I feel like a lot of the younger generation may not even really know anything about what commercial real estate is and how they can make a career out of it. I, I totally agree. I mean, I think, you know, again, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been aware uh, that, you know, this is even a thing, you know, especially on the, on the retail side, the niche that, you know, we've uh, continued to develop at Sabre. I wouldn't even have known that, you know, that there are people that do what we do if I, again, didn't go through the life experience and, and get introduced to my friend's older brother who worked at a retail real estate brokerage company. Uh, you know, it, it just sounded so cool. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I just I had no clue what to expect. Um, what I think is great about what what's happening now is you know, like, for instance, Emily Dempsey uh, joined Sabre yesterday. It was her first day. Who's Emily Dempsey? Emily Dempsey is a lifestyle, uh, you know, blogger uh, that focuses in the fitness and wellness space. And actually, Corey uh, met Emily uh, briefly yesterday when we uh, were together in the city. And what's what's crazy about that is like you know somebody like emily who's super entrenched in the fitness and wellness space 
which, you know, Sabre is also on the real estate side, you know, and, and beyond, but, you know, in order to simplify it on the real estate side, like when we're touring yesterday with one of our fitness clients looking at new spaces, you know, and, and, and just the, the fact that Emily lives that lifestyle and, you know, travels the country and, uh, and, and spends her time visiting different fitness, wellness, health, beauty, you know, retail. She's got a retail background, been in, been in retail, you know, Saks Fifth Avenue, Barney's, you know, lots of big retailer uh, uh, companies that she's worked for and whatnot. A very unique kind of background compared to, like, if I was hiring 10 years ago, like, Emily Dempsey would never probably have inquired 10 years ago, you know, with what Sabre was doing. And I'm just using Sabre as an example because, obviously, uh, it's, it's, it's what we do and, and where I'm focused. But, you know, so obviously what we're doing is kind of working, right, because we're now attracting people that are not commercial real estate people into the industry and... Uh, and, and what's really cool about it is we figured out a way to generate so, mu so many national accounts that we're able to bring on and put people like Emily into the account, like day one, right? So Emily's going to jump into two very high profile fitness uh, accounts that we have and learn the ropes based on the practical application of being on the team, uh, you know, and, and handling these accounts. And, and that's just a very unique thing that we've been very thoughtful about. How do we, how do we bring on, first off, dope humans. You guys always see me kind of talking about dope people win and new school CRE and all that shit. But what's that really mean? It means that I've always envisioned a day where we could just bring on driven, motivated, high quality people that have a positive energy about them and teach them how to be good at this business. And, you know, again, versus 10 years ago or even 20 years ago when I got into the business, it's like, you know, who's your family? You know, like, how did you get into the business? Oh, your uncle owns shopping centers? You know, like, whatever, where it's just a very, very high barrier to entry industry. And we're trying to make it way more approachable, trying to, uh, you know, to, to help people of all ages and experience levels, uh, you know, join a team-based thing where it's really about the individual um, and, and, you know, how that, how that helps everybody, right? How everybody wins as a result of what we're doing. And it's, it's so fucking exciting. Yeah, I think it really is exciting. And to even have someone that does not have any sort of real estate background be interested in in a career for commercial real estate is, is huge. And I think, you know, it, it does really depend on, okay, how is your lifestyle? Does it fit what, what, what we're doing? It absolutely does. And I think that, you know, it meshes really well together when, you know, say – we're working on fitness, mostly in the health and wellness realm of things. And someone comes in, they travel a lot, they're into fitness, they, they're into wellness, that's their lifestyle. So it meshes really well because they're already doing what they love and they want to make, they want to mesh uh, their lifestyle and their career together. You're, you're okay. a good example of that, Morgan, right? Like, I don't even think when you and I first started talking that you thought that this was a, a, a thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you actually realized that you could marry your passion for fitness and wellness. And by the way, people, we're not only in the fitness and wellness business. We represent a lot of companies that have nothing to do with fitness and wellness. But uh, and we, we actually have two different arms of our business, which are you know, traditional commercial real estate brokerage uh, and, you know, the advisory side of the business, which is a completely different business. It's it might as well be residential real estate compared to, you know, traditional commercial real estate. But 
Um, but you know, I, I say that to say, Morgan, like I'm pretty confident that when you and I first started speaking, that you were just looking for a better option in traditional traditional commercial real estate brokerage on a local level. And when we started talking, and I told you that you know, no, 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 you can get trained up on how to service accounts, um, you know, based on the needs of the account and. You know, we almost don't want you to have a, uh, you know, any, we almost, we, we don't want to, to have to really rewire people completely. That's very challenging, right? It's very tough to take somebody who was taught the wrong way to do things for a very long time and then tell them, hey, this is how we do it. Um, and, you know, by the way, when, when most people like myself, when I started out in the business, I was focused on 100 miles from my house. Today, I represent companies across the whole country. I had to rewire myself, which was not easy to do. Um, it's a very, again, it's just, it's different. It's actually more, I think, similar in nature to an in-house real estate person that has a very big territory, right? And, and understands yeah. every market and learns every market inside out and, you know, is constantly traveling and, and it's pretty cool because it works out for us because a lot of the people like the Emily's of the world, you know, Emily spends her time between LA, the Hamptons, New York City, uh, Miami and, Ho and Hawaii, right? So like, how is Emily gonna go work at a company, you know, in one place and have a desk, you know, there and, and continue her lifestyle and what she enjoys doing? And I think that's what, I, what we figured out at Sabre, it's like, we want you to, to, we want to enhance your lifestyle. Like we want to support you in what it is that you want to do as a, as a human. We're not telling you that this is, well, if you want to be successful, you know, you're going to have to do this. Like, no, what are your goals? Like, what is your, not everybody has the same lifestyle. I think that's going to be the biggest challenge for traditional real estate companies to attract talent because quite honestly, they're not that cool. They're not that interesting. They're not allowing people to be themselves and do the things they want to do, it, it, you know, obviously getting direction and learning and being trained on how to be productive and, and do what we do for a living. But, you know, but in a way that that suits their lifestyle as opposed to making them feel like they're waking up every day and sacrificing something to, to, to go to work. And I think that's the common thread for us because we're, we're fucking changing the game. And Kyle, I, you know, you also didn't know that this was really a thing prior to, to joining Sabre. No, I didn't. And I, I mean, it's, it's hard, right? For somebody like me, I built my career as an entrepreneur, building businesses, restaurants from, you know, fundraising money, sweat equity, growing partnerships, all this kind of stuff, years you know, you're talking about 20 years of, of establishing a career in the restaurant business, uh, overseas, South America, you know, different states. And, you know, when, when you exit that business, you have a very specific skill set. And, you know, a lot of guys in my situation either go on and open other restaurants, they go work for, you know, maybe now they're working for some restaurant tech company, they're working for a larger restaurant group, or they're selling restaurant equipment, which is awful, or they're working for a liquor company, or they're working for a beverage distributor, which is fine. It's just not something that I wanted to do. So I'm very grateful to, have, to be able to leverage, you know, some of that experience and apply it to what I learned at my previous brokerage and what I learned from, from the team at Sabre and, you know, have a perfect marriage of what I'm passionate about, which is helping restaurant owners and, and people in, in the hospitality space, uh, grow their brand. And, you know, to the extent that we can leverage it with the technology and the social media that we're able to use at Sabre, I mean, that's an advantage. And particularly as, as I, as I kind of go through this article that, um, I, I know you guys had seen about, um, you know, hiring, uh, talent, as Morgan so eloquently says, uh, to the industry, um, you know, commercial real estate as a whole is about 10 years behind. You know, I think Emily's a great example, right? If you bring her into an office that looks like 1992, uh, the odds are she's going to be like, um, this isn't going to work, right? And she's just going to fall in line with everybody else who's younger than her or who has adopted this technology. You know, they make reference to in this article that TikTok is beta testing a feature where users can post video resumes on the platform. It already exists where companies 
can post jobs on the platform. So it's a 30 second, 15 to 30 second video about how great this company is. And the last screen pops up as a apply button. Like that is some real next level shit. I was and, literally just thinking that same thing. And it's, you know, it and, and if you're not, if you don't have a strong social media presence, you're not going to attract people who are looking at things like that. Like if you got to print out your resume and drop it off or email it over and wait six months for somebody to get back to you about, come on. It just doesn't work like that. It's super funny, though, because, you know, having having been doing it for, you know, arguably the longest in retail real estate. Right. Like I'm I'm staking the claim here. Like I don't I don't think anybody's been using video vlogging, uh, developing their personal brand the way that I have in our space. And which is, you know, which is which is why I have like such an interesting lens on, you know, how doing it when nobody else was catching the most heat for it, people talking the most shit about me, you know, and forging on and forging on and forging on just because I knew that, you know, it it wasn't saying much about, you know, me and that I wasn't onto something. It was saying about how outdated the industry was as a whole. So everybody's opinion meant nothing to me because I was like, you guys, you know, you guys are irrelevant. Like I want to, I care about the opinions of people that are doing what I'm doing, right? Like people in other industries that are doing what I'm doing that inspire me to go out and stick my neck out and do things that are uncomfortable, not people that wake up every fucking day in the same routine, you know, that, that are, are doing things a certain way because they're told that that's just the way it's done. Like, yeah, good luck, you know, with that, with me, that's just not going to happen, which is why we're literally changing the industry. And I'm so proud of that because I know what that means. The ripple effect of that, you know, is, is Morgan staying, Morgan said, Morgan, not to put Morgan on the spot, but when we were going around our all hands meeting last week, Morgan was crying. And Morgan said specifically that if we, didn't, if we didn't connect, that she would not have been in the business long term. And that, to me, is all I need to hear to put this industry on my back and forge forward. You know, th- but this isn't about me. Because without the team of, of the army of people around me, shout out Digital Army, without the army of people around me who truly understand that if you're not creating content on some level, you're fucking slowly becoming more and more irrelevant and, and eventually going out of business, right? Because the younger people, period, that are growing up on their phone, not making a phone call at all, like zero phone calls in a day, that are texting, FaceTiming, voice noting, whatever the hell it is, Snapchatting, Instagram DMing, you know, all of these different ways that people typically my age don't really believe is true communication, right? Like I, I, I remember a short time ago where I would be DMing people on Instagram and my wife would say to me like, why are you, D- like, who are you talking to on Instagram? You know what I mean? Uh, oh, Morgan, yeah. you know, Morgan, Morgan just joined Saber. Who's Morgan? Uh, Morgan lives in San Antonio, Texas, and she's, uh, she's doing a great job using social and, you know, she's going to add so much value to what we're doing and da-da. like, that's what I'm so proud of. Like, this is the fucking people's company. This isn't about me. I just feel like I'm a, I have, I've built a platform to be a voice in the industry of, of positive disruption and and changing for the better and that like that is honestly guys like it's just amazing because because it's just you know honestly I, I never really thought that we would be as far as we are in such a short period of time and i think you know the pandemic really accelerated the relevance and the credibility that we have because a lot of the people who who you know pre-pandemic would talk shit about what we're doing are now trying to do it themselves. And here's the thing. I want everybody to win. I'm not mad at somebody for talking shit. By the way, it rolled off me like a duck. I don't care. People talk shit because they're insecure. People talk shit because they want to be more like the person they're talking shit about typically, right? So I'm not mad at anybody. I want to help everybody. Like, 
That's what, and that's what this world needs more of, especially this industry. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, more collaboration. And I do also want to talk about another struggle that we face when bringing or attracting younger talent into the industry is the commission base, the, the commission style uh, pay, pay structure, right? And it's like, what do we do or how can we solve this I guess this gap between having someone enter the industry and you know not getting paid for months months when they start you know I know that uh, that is very hesitant when it, Morgan it's it's the reason why we joined EXP right so why did we join EXP there's several reasons but you know when when a company that most traditional commercial real estate people laugh at because, you know, what, what residential, uh, you know, agent first cloud-based company is, is gonna have an impact on commercial real estate, right? There's no relevance there, right? When everybody was poo-pooing EXP on Clubhouse during the pandemic, that's when the light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, wait a minute, let me, let me understand this company for a second. So what you're telling me is, that you could continue to, to operate exactly how you're operating now as a, as a business owner, right? We still own 100% of Sabre, okay? EXP has nothing to do with that. They're basically like a back-end solution, okay? More like an ADP, okay? They're not in the brokerage business. And when I started to realize exactly what they're doing and how they're offering agents things that saber without exp could never offer agents i was like i'm fucking in inexpensive health insurance right i never had health insurance the first seven years that i was in the industry stock options the stock they, they just reported a billion in revenue for q2 the stock jumped 34 percent two days ago okay i wish that i was on the exp platform three years ago I'd be worth millions more than I am today, okay? Like, these are things, the rev share model, okay? You know, we always, that had nothing to do with why we joined. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that young people also spread the word and bring people on and benefit from them doing business in the future? How is that a bad thing, right? Like, I'm not going out and trying to sell rodent in fields, but at the same time, it's like, you know, young people are, are, are going to have a, a big challenge getting into an industry that is typically, you know, 100% commission fee-based. And oh, by the way, if you're on the leasing side, if you close a deal today, you're not getting paid for eight to 12 to 18 months. And, and we all do that day in and day out. And it's very, very difficult. So what did we do, you know, at, at Sabre beyond the EXP thing? What did we do? We put a team together that kind of deconstructs the traditional way of one person having to do everything, right? And, and go out and generate the business, service the business, close the deal, da 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 da. We've broken that down into a simple process that allows people to jump into accounts day one and earn fees inside of six months, guaranteed. Right? Can anybody else honestly say that? No, because typically, if you work for a very big firm and I were to hire you, Morgan, or hire you, Kyle, and you've been down this road, right? And I, and I was at CBRE, I've been down this road. If I was to hire you guys on my team, guess what? Every dollar that you make comes out of my pocket. It's broken. Yeah, I mean, and me and Kyle were actually having a conversation about this. As far as, you know, when you have, when you are bringing someone in new and you're already working on an account, the only way somebody is going to learn is to give them some sort of tasks and have them jump on with you and give them some sort of percentage. You know, obviously they're not going to work for free. Give them some sort of work that they can be doing and they can be learning and give them some sort of percentage of that uh on that account or that deal, you know, and also that incentivizes them to, to keep wanting to learn and to do more work and to, I mean, I don't know about you, but money, money motivates me. So if I'm going to get paid on something that I'm working on, yeah, I want, I'm going to want to do more work on it or, you know, continue to, to learn and get better so I can 
be of more value and experience at a, at a quicker pace than if I were just shadowing someone and not really doing, just, just watching. Corey, welcome to the stage. Oh, thank you for having me. You know, just to, just to tag on uh, to what you're talking about, I think a lot of the, uh, and everything that's been going on is, is so much more today just about people and people's mindset in general. You know, the, 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 old, the old guard is they'll make some money, hopefully, and if I own the business, they'll make some money for themselves, they'll make some money for me. You know, whatever happens, happens. I'll roll some dice. It costs me nothing. It doesn't do anybody any good anymore. And so I think that with the, um, you know, with Jason's revolutionary approach to this thing from, from Sabre and, and which, you know, I've tagged on to and have been following along with, you know, and if you want to, if you handle it as a manager, as an owner, with a mindset for people, you bring them on, you get them involved. Now, now Sabre's structure is different than my structure. So I can't pay someone immediately on an account, but what I can do is get them on an account with the ability to earn right away, as opposed to saying, hey, come on, so glad you're here. Here's a desk, here's a phone. And and I think that it really about mindset people, which is so much of what we constantly talk about. And I think that 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 approach is what's going to be part of the architecture of change of this industry. Yes, social media, 100%, right? I'm, I'm the 30-year overnight success on social media. Um, and um, and but that. mostly people, just but, but, but people, you know, people and mindset, right? Go to a company, you know, right? Kyle, you could speak to this, go to a company, throw you in the training program, go get your 30,000 for six months, then the road and go try to go make money. You've told your story and it, it, it's, you know, breathes true for almost everybody on this page to some, to some degree. Uh, but I think it's it's the mindset and, and it's exciting things. And the people that I've spoken to, you know, over the course of this year and a half, about what they want to do and how they want to do it. You know, there's, there's going to be more and constant change, which I think is just great, uh, you know, for our industry overall. I appreciate the leadership. Listen, I, I, I would, I would be remiss without, without calling you out, Corey, because you were one of the haters when I was doing this five years ago. So I gotta, I, I have to, I want to say that in the most loving way because you know I always loved you and we have a great relationship for 20 years and I yeah. and I loved you through the you know negative kind of feedback and again not necessarily negative but just like oh whatever you know I do your thing Jay but you know it's not for me right like and I got a lot of that and I don't talk about it I typically but I'm in a fucking mood and I'm loving life and I'm working yeah. out and and hosting a clubhouse chat. Um, You know, no, but that's why I think it's so important, Corey, for people to hear your story because, you know, being converted to, to kind of, you know, and, and, and you're, this is why when you talk about mindset, I listen because you are absolutely right. You have a mindset of evolution and change and you don't have this you know, you, you're not living in fear of saying that you, you are a certain way and you'll always be a certain way and that you don't adapt or adopt and pivot and adjust. It's the people that, you know, have this opinion and have too much pride to actually, you know, to actually change that I have a problem with. You are doing an amazing job and, the, and what you're actually, you know, whether you know it or not, and I'm sure you know it, you doing this means so much more for people like me, right? Because it, it spreads the word, it pushes the, the movement forward. And now you could tell about the experiences and the relationships that have turned into such productive business for Zelnick and company as a result of doing these things where maybe you didn't realize that because how the hell would you have if you weren't doing it? I, I, I lost part of you and I don't know if it's on my end or not, but yes, you know, it, it, it didn't take uh, much more than a hot minute to, to get me to convert. And, and, and I, clearly, I'm so glad that, that I have. Um, and, and I think that I think that it's just it's just an ongoing daily process. And I think, Jay, you and I were talking about it when it came to, you know, the working out and, and things like that. And, and, and again, you know, it's so, sort of, you know, I'm, I'm 50, 57 years old and I just turned the ship you know, 180 degrees. I didn't, I, I, I didn't want to be the battleship that is our industry. 
So I turned the ship 180 degrees and, and have done things differently. And it's it's been unbelievable. And I've got a couple, hopefully in short order, some announcements company-wide that all come purely from this. Social media, mm-hmm. Instagram, um, Clubhouse, relationships that I've built by, from a face on the screen or a voice on the phone. And that's it. And so it's, you know, we know it because we're all here. But, you know, these people need to get on board. They need to get on board. Yeah, I'll tell you, like, I, I started, I mean, I'm 44 years old, right? And I came, I started my career working for Ogilvy & Mather in advertising. It was internet advertising for big brands, IBM, uh, Cotton, uh, U.S. Open, big, big brands. And, you know, you learn certain processes and way teams work. And then, you know, I got into the restaurant. I worked at Morgan Stanley Financial, you know, planning, and that was a whole team a dynamic. You worked on a desk with a team of people, everybody contributing. And then you work in a restaurant, you know, after two planes at the World Trade Center, I said, screw this. I'm not doing any of this corporate stuff. I want to get back in the restaurant business like I did when I was a teenager. And I did that for a long time. And that's a lot of team building, a lot of partners. You, under, you need help from everybody. But then when I got into commercial real estate and was fortunate like, to, to leverage that experience, None of that applied. It made no sense to me. You know, I was 40 years old when I got into the business. And I'm like, how does it make sense for us to be on the same quote unquote team and for you to jam me in the corner and say, there's some training online. Um, Like, just go, you know, you get it. Like, go find some people. And I was like, this isn't how shit works. It's not how successful companies and industries work by shoving people in the corner and putting an unrealistic expectation on them. I mean, I was, I told Morgan the story yesterday in preparation for this, for this uh, clubhouse. I I was literally told by somebody on my team, I I was competing on the same spaces with her. I didn't even know. And when I found out, I approached her and said, I thought you wanted me to handle this stuff. And her comment was, why would I, ask you to help me on a deal that I could do with my eyes closed. And I was like, ouch. Uh, right, yeah, ouch. Right. As opposed to bringing you right in, total teaching moment, yeah. maybe throw you a few bones, and, and whatever. It's, it just, it's just so crazy. It's, it's really ridiculous. just insane. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. It's insane, yeah. and it's a small-minded attitude, and it's, just, yeah. it's anybody who succeeds in any kind of business, I don't care what anybody, I don't care if it's, you know, in a restaurant, if it's selling cars, if it's, you know, working in, in you know, Best Buy, you have an abundance mindset. Hey, yeah, let me help you. I could show you how to do this. This is how it works. Yeah, let's. Can you help me with this? That kind of vibe is what what resonates and what's going to play out going forward. And that's that, there's no change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and going back, and I, I don't mean to go too far back to the conversation, but about about the youth and young and all that stuff. Uh, some of you guys know this this summer I brought on I brought on two two college kids. My my daughter goes to University of Maryland. She had a couple of girls from her sorority sort of sign up for an internship program that I that I created. And I think, Jay, you'll appreciate the, this sort of, quote unquote, ultimate compliment. I got stopped on the street by a, a, a residential broker who I know for many years been in the industry. And we always talk about how residential so far ahead of us uh, from a promotional, you know, how they promote space and how they go about their business. You know, Ryan Serhan for sure and all the others. And I, he stops you on the street. Hey, how's it going? He goes, Jesus, you're really blowing up social. It's crazy. How many people do you have running around the city? Well, I, you know, I had two girls uh, doing work, and her, their program was to capture the city. And the the impact of that was tremendous, and to, it was just it was just a great thing. And and fast forward, there are four girls already in the sorority who are trying to track me down to do it next summer. And two of them, two of them on a marketing level, and two of the and two of them on a I want to be in real estate level. So it, it resonates and it seeps out there and you figure out a way. And, and again, I know we're all, to some degree, we're preaching to ourselves here, but you keep pushing it out there. It'll get out to the youth. They'll see that the business can be fun. Wow. That's amazing, Corey. It, it's, you know, what? It, it makes me so happy to hear, you know, that positive things are happening. Uh, again, I'm not surprised, right? Like it's when I, when I'm spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year for the last five years with people on staff to your creatives, right? I mean, there was a time pre-pandemic where we had, you know, five, six people on staff to 
for straight up video production, right? And, and uh, you know, I do other things outside of Sabre that are digital marketing and digital media and, and you know, web development and uh, all this other stuff, which evolved as a result of what we were doing at Sabre. You know, hey, Jay, who does this for you? Oh, we do it. You know, who does that for you? Well, we do, we do it, you know, so... And if it wasn't for somebody like Brittany, you know, super talented. I Like, I love having creative minds uh, and just good people around me, right? Like, that's what it's about. That's the, that's the vibe, you know. And, and we're not faking this, people. Like, I, I get it. It's not for everybody. It's not, not everybody can move the way that we do and think it's productive. Like, I get that. But, you know, at the end of the day, Posting something somewhere is better than not posting something anywhere. And I don't think everybody needs to become this content creation expert and join a 30-day Reels challenge, which is tough for me. You know, people think I'm this, like, social media guru in the industry. You know how fucking annoying this Reels challenge is to me? (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to throw something in, Jay, because, you know, clearly what you've done is tremendous. You made a tremendous investment in it physically and fiscally. And I think it's it should be noted to, to everybody that's listening and whomever that you don't need to make that kind of capital investment to be to become who you want to be socially because I pick up I don't I don't edit anything I don't know how to edit anything so when you see me posting that's me I hold the phone I speak or I take a picture that's it done and when I had when I had the, when I had young ladies working doing the internship this summer they went out they did everything. And they sat with my marketing person who was part of my company to begin with. They did it. So I think that, you know, people should understand that you, you don't have, you know, what you've done is wonderful, but it shouldn't cost them. And they should just feel free to be themselves and do it on their own and see, see where it takes without having to spend a whole lot of dough. One, one million percent, I think. that, And that's very, very uh, an important thing for people to realize. Uh, you know, the, the, this costs nothing, people, right? Like, if you're able to pick up your phone, take a photo, take a video, and put it out into the universe, it costs you nothing. The millions and millions of dollars, the ROI, I love the question, we all love the question, but what's the ROI of social media? We have landed so much business and done so many millions of dollars in transactions. Forget the talent that we've hired. I know that's the topic of this discussion. Kyle and Morgan would not be at Sabre if it wasn't for me doing what I did. Is it a good investment? I think so, right? So, you know, Corey, you're spot on about where the industry is today, right? I'm abnormal and I'm way ahead from this perspective. And I'm kind of writing the book on it, right? Which is which I'm proud of. And but having said that, the industry is just scratching the surface. You don't think there's going to be young people that come along and fucking innovate and take this to a completely different level, where I'm going to be like, you know, uh, basically like outdated, right? We'll continue to evolve, obviously, and we'll bring those people into Saber, and we'll keep innovating and staying on the cutting edge of what this stuff is. But think about it. Content creation is probably the number one job. If you speak to a young person, what do you want to do for a living? Oh, social media. I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a, you know, fucking TikToker. I want to be this. I want to be that. That's going to apply to every industry, every single industry. So, you know, if you're starting now to actually implement that into your business, you're so, just from a mindset perspective, you're going to attract these types of individuals. Like all of, you think I found Britney? Brittany found us, right? Like, like the creatives come our way because they're like, look, I see what you're doing. Respect. I could do it better. Oh yeah. Show me. Let's go. And that, and that goes bad. And that, it, that's totally to mindset, right? It's about being clear and everything. So when, when, when the youth walks in the door with new, you know, just saying, great, teach me. Okay. I'm, you know, I built this thing. I'm JC Allen. I'm the first guy to do this. But you walk in and you're open-minded about everything, about everything, social, technology, how to go lease a space. They're going to come in with new ideas and new approaches. And again, it goes back to getting out of the old uh, draconian ways of approaching things. It's a, and that, again, I'm just to re- be overly redundant, it's back to people, people and mindset. Listen. How many times, Jay, back in the day, Kyle, back in the day, me, back in the day, when you walk into your 
quote unquote boss's office and you made a suggestion and it was like, no, that's not how it's done. Oh, right. Always, so always. As long, yeah. Right. So as long as as long as we all of us continue to be in that evolutionary way and and be able to listen, just listen. And I think we've said it and, and Beth says, says it and I say it all the time. ABL. Always be learning. You have to. Must. Yeah, I love that. I, I just want to make sure that, like, <laughs> I'm passionate about what we're doing. And, and I, you know, I don't want, it's funny, sometimes people are like, yo, why are you so angry? I'm not angry. Well, listen, I'm angry at certain things, right? I think that I, I have scars that I wear proudly as a result of getting the shit kicked out of me early on in the industry. And I think we all do, right? But, uh, but I'm not angry. I want to help everybody win. So, you know, I think that, and by the way, it took me a long time to get there, Corey. You know, you know me as long as I'm in this business. I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago, 10 years ago. I'm not the same person I was a year and a half ago. And if I was, I'd be really upset with myself because my days are surrounded by how can I become better? How do I, how do I seek discomfort on a certain level? How do I walk towards the fear? How do, and, and by the way, guys, like using social media has done that for me on so many levels because when you're, when you're holding yourself accountable and then all of a sudden people kind of join your community and the movement that you're, that you're on without really putting much thought into it, all of a sudden, you know, Corey uh, jumps in. Yo, dude, you're doing 75 hard, I'm in. You know what, when Corey says he's in, guess what? Fuck, man, I can't back out now. Corey's holding me accountable. He's my accountability partner, right? And then when you start operating at a certain level, guys, it's tough to do it hungover. It becomes like, it takes over your entire life. You're like, yeah, I really wanna go out on Thursday. Oh shit, but I have that clubhouse that, you know, so on and so forth. I, got, I gotta meet Brittany to film that video and da 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 da. You know, it starts to create this kind of different, you know, better version of yourself. And that's, that's the stuff I live for. Like. Really, I mean, you know, Matthew McConaughey once said that his hero is him in 10 years, right? Uh, if you guys haven't watched that motivational uh, speech, uh, Google it now, watch it, and understand that you can absolutely be whatever you want to be. You just got to put in the work, right? You got to be aware of what it is that you truly want. And if you're willing to put the, 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 the action behind it, you know, you could absolutely be that. And that's what's fucking amazing about everything. You know, that's a life, that's a, that's a personal development journey that, you know, everybody chooses to be on at a different level of their life. But that's really what, what this is about, you know, for me, right? It, like commercial real estate is one of the spokes in the wheel, right? But it's really about personal development and wanting to be better and getting inspired by people around me to be better every day and hopefully in return inspiring. I'm a big fan of... Uh... Marcus Lemonis and the stuff that he talks about when, as it comes to practical business applications and his philosophy on people, product and process on any industry. And I tell you, that's why he's able to jump into any business on that show and, and in, his, in his career, because when you have the infrastructure, right, the people, product and process and something screwed up there, he attacks each one of those things. It's one of those three things. And I think what's going to separate, you know, uh, companies, in, 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 whether it's, you know, restaurants, retail, uh, industrial, brokerage, is how each one of those, each one of those sectors or, or whatever you call the facets of the business are adjusting to the time. The people, the product, and the process. And to Corey's point about the people, I think the people are, are, are where it's at. You know, Danny Meyer, who's a, another huge influence on, on how I think about things in the hospitality space, and, and it applies to anything else, flipped that whole pyramid and was like, I'll take care of my investors and my customers if I take care of my people. And if my people are taken care of, they're taking care of the customers, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that that's, that's going to apply to everybody as you move forward. It's going to be more and more uh, obvious um, whether you're implementing more technology, whether you're implementing um, new thoughts, new ideas. Um, I think that that's, you know, that still goes back to the, the people like Corey was saying. Yeah, absolutely. It goes back to the people. Do more serve more people and do more good for others and you will be successful. 
I, I, this this conversation, you know, was what a, what a wonderful way to start a Friday, uh, you know, on the heels of the other discussions that I was having with different folks on the Sabre team prior to this call. You know, everything ties together. Um, it's 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 just really exciting, and you know, I think that we're all part of the positive change in the industry and beyond. And you know, Corey, like I think it's funny because when Corey wasn't on the stage yet and, and we were talking about him, you know, Corey shot us a text on the side, you know, like, like truly appreciate you guys so much. Like, da, 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 da. like it's, it's just really, really cool to be part of a community that roots for each other. And, you know, by the way, like it's not all positive, right? Like there things happen that aren't positive. And I know that I can reach out to Corey and be like, dude, I, I just had this happen. I need some help. What would you do? What's your guy? You know, like that's what this is about, right? It's it's having people around you. It doesn't matter what company you work for, people. It's just having a community of people around you that you can trust and and know are looking out for your best interest. That's what this is about. And you know, I love you guys. I, I have to jump because if I don't go into the bank right now with three minutes to spare before the digital army zoom. I, I'm not getting there. So I love you guys. I'm jumping. You close us out. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. All right, Jay. Um, anybody else want to jump on here? Last couple minutes here would be a good time to to, to do it. Um, but I think this was a great conversation. I, th- I love having, uh, you know, it's, it's like a growth. You know, if you guys have been in this room week to week, I think you can kind of see that there's a growth thing going on here. And there's like an awareness growing, which I think is super cool. Um, but yeah, it's going to continue to evolve, and I love it. I love every second of it. Hey, great job, Kyle. Great job, Morgan. Thanks for having me up. All right, you guys have a great weekend. All right, Corey. Thanks, man. I'll talk all to right. you. All right, bye-bye. Um, all right, Morgan, are we ready to wrap it up, or what do you think? Yeah, let's wrap okay. it up. We are um, – this is CRU Rewired, and we will actually be – next week me jay and kyle are going to be together we're going to be in dallas so we will be going live on linkedin as well as here in clubhouse as well um so we appreciate everyone for joining us today and kyle anything else to add that's it i can't believe dallas is coming up that quick excited super cool i know all right we will uh, we will either see you guys there, we'll see you guys here, or we'll see you on LinkedIn. Thanks for checking us out, and uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Happy Friday. There, guys.